Welcome to the EVs with Kaz podcast. Each episode is a conversation with someone who drives an EV on a regular basis. Let's hear from today's guest. Hey everyone, welcome to EVs with Kaz, the podcast version. Today, my guest is Liz. Hi, Liz. Hi. How are you? Um, good. How are you doing? Good. So I'll let Liz talk about her car, but uh, she actually kind of has two electrified cars. We'll talk about the full electric first. So what's your okay. current car, Liz? It's a Volkswagen ID4 and it's beautiful blue. <laughs> nice. What made you decide to get the ID4? The ID4, so my husband, Steven, um, pre-ordered the car or reserved the car in January of this year because he thought he would need to purchase one for uh, his work. Hmm. Um, and then kind of forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> so in July, it was finally ready. Um, so we got the call at that time though, he had just like, it's like a week apart, switch jobs, no longer really needed a new car. Um, but we did some math and we went to go see it. We test drove it. Uh, we were able to uh, resell my former car for a good amount um, and apply it to this car. So it's kind of a no brainer in the end. Um, we did want an electric vehicle. We had the Prius, um, Prius Prime. Mm -hmm. So we, are f we were familiar with charging. We were used to charging. Um, and it was just kind of the obvious next step for us. And uh, we really liked the car. So we decided to, to buy it. It was a, we took like maybe a week to decide. Um, from getting the call to <laughs> purchasing the car, mm -hmm. yeah, and selling the Mazda, which is what I had before. Nice. Did did like having the Prius Prime help you decide to go all electric? For this um, I think we had always liked the idea of all electric, but then having the experience of the Prime kind of um, solidified that. Mm. Yeah, we really liked the to be able to like go further and use electricity for those first 30 miles or so um and um and not be at the gas station <laughs> once or twice a week mm -hmm. that was really helpful yeah I think we really enjoyed that um and we both liked the way it drove as well the prius or the mm -hmm. both oh, both yeah mm -hmm. yeah are, are you able to charge where you live we can um but we have a we have a charge point charger installed here. So yeah. it's great for the Prius. It, we can charge in two hours, not great for the ID. Um, so at the mall close by, it's now called the shops at Santa Anita. They have six um, super charging stations. So we charge there. Mm -hmm. It's like a two minute drive. Yeah. How come, why does it not work well with your Volkswagen? It takes too long. Oh, it would take like a whole day to charge fully. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah, we could. Um, we could charge it overnight and be okay, mm -hmm. but um, I drive like a minimum of 60 miles a day. And if Steven drives it, then it's like hundreds of miles a day, probably. Mm -hmm. He'll charge like in between somewhere, but there's enough um, like supercharger stations out where we go that it, we're fine. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. As far as like range anxiety goes, it only happened once <laughs> so far. Okay, what happened? Um. I, I, where did I go? 
I think I went to work and it was, so there's a battery percentage um, and it'll tell you what percentage of the battery is remaining and then how many miles you have remaining. And the, yeah, that's not accurate, of course. It depends <laughs> on how you drive. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to drive careful today. Uh, <laughs> and they recommend that you charge to 80 and you don't let it go below 20%, right? So we'd been following all those recommendations. Um, and I was like, for sure, I'll get home within like that 20% or above 20% be able to charge. Um, and I didn't. So I was going home like super slow. <laughs> oh. And I think I was at like 19 or 18% or something like that. So it wasn't bad. I, I wasn't yeah. going to get stranded anywhere. I was close to where I needed to go. It just made me really nervous because we had been so strict on only charging to 80 and recharging by 20. So, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Otherwise, I, um, it's not a problem. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. Yeah, because I feel if you go below 20, I think that's for like real longevity. Like if you want to have your car for 10 or more years, you mm -hmm. know, like the more you can do that, the better. But yeah, I'm still learning a lot about the car and about electric vehicles and vehicles in general. Um, definitely still learning. <laughs> uh -huh. You can watch my channel for <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Another reason that helped us decide to buy this car is because of the way he reserved it at the time the id compared to any other electric vehicle we could have possibly chosen that this was the only car with no markup oh so um that was a huge determiner actually yeah. i should have mentioned that before yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah so yeah at the yeah if, at the moment that we're filming this there's still Cars in general are just really expensive. Mm -hmm. We're in 2022. There's a lot of inflation. A lot of dealerships like to just get as much money as they can from people. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's a that's a big deal. Yep, it was a huge deal. Yeah. So, so um, how has your experience been with the the fast chargers? Because I know there there are people in different areas in the country. I think have problems with them i personally in general like they usually always work mm -hmm. maybe there's one dud but like for the most part i haven't had problems what's your experience been yeah like? interesting um when we first got the car so this was in july of this year we're in october now right <laughs> october <laughs> um i had some issues uh there would be like at the place we usually charge i said there's six stations like at at least two at any given time for those first few weeks would just be non-operational and you know call this number if you need help right it would just flash on the screen and then shortly after that maybe a week later for a duration of like i feel like it was close to six weeks they were doing maintenance um at all the stations all the electri electrify america stations mm -hmm. they were doing maintenance um and so charging was free <laughs> so they got really busy but they were working and now they, they just finished i would say like a week and a half ago uh, that maintenance, and now I have had no problem. Yes. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I wonder. So Electrify America, for me, has been the one where there's almost always a station that doesn't work. Yeah. But they usually have at least four. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, at the mall, six or whatever, right? So usually it's okay. But um, I also had that experience. Well, Risa and I went to Vegas, uh -huh. and we used, I think, all Electrify America to go up there. Oh, and I, it yeah. must have been, they must have been updating everything because it was that trip was free. We didn't have to pay. Yep anything so yeah it was sometime between in like august to now <laughs> uh -huh. i don't know how long that's gonna last but i mean there's no way you're gonna go where they're fixing gas pumps and they're like oh we'll give you your gas for free you know no, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no way you gotta just go to the next one yeah oh. 
speaking of Vegas, we went down to Escondido, California, which is in San Diego County. Um, like two weeks after we got the car, maybe three weeks. And so we were really nervous. We we're doing all the research where are the stations on the way down. And actually there's a lot of Electrify America stations and we had absolutely no problem going down there. Nice. Yeah. We made it down, charge back, charge along the way. No problem. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what you used to plan? Like what you were looking at was it in the car was it like an app or yeah we use the electrify america app okay yeah and it'll show you where the stations are and then i just compared that to google maps based you know to figure out what route we were going to take down mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah so i guess yeah the charging stations did determine which freeway we took mm -hmm. yeah sure. yeah yeah did do you know does your car like if you does it have navigation in it built in um no, it ha it connects to my phone okay. uh, through Apple CarPlay, mm -hmm. and yeah, and yeah. I, I use that. It's really helpful though, because all the CarPlay stuff pops up on the screen, which is right at eye level, which I love. And then if I had to, I could use my phone for something else without disturbing the navigation. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That's one yeah, of my. Yeah. I have lots of favorite things, but that's one of, one of my favorite things. And then I get in the Prius, I'm like, darn, I can't. <laughs> I can't do that same thing here. Yeah, what year is your Prime, your Prius? Uh, what year is this, 2022? So probably 2018-ish. Okay. It's about four years old. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, Reese's is a 2017. Reese's my girlfriend, those of you that are watching and listening. And uh, I think that either the year after her model or the two years after they got CarPlay. And she's like, dang it, I should have gotten that one or I should have yeah, waited. definitely don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it helps a lot. I have it in my car, too. And, like, I feel like cars that don't have it, it's like, why don't you? Like, new cars, you know, there's some, mm -hmm. some that don't come up, don't have it. And it's just really handy to be able to have all the apps. Or not all, but yes. apps that you not know. Not all. I know. I wish, I mean, don't tell the cops, but I wish Netflix was on there. <laughs> you got to get a Tesla for that. <laughs> Such a big screen. Yeah. <laughs> Play. Uh, well, I'm sitting in 90 minutes of traffic now. <laughs> yeah. In Japan, funny enough. I don't know if this was an illegal modification that uh -huh. Reese's aunt had or if cars in general have it, uh -huh. but she was able to play DVDs on her car while driving. Um, so you could have like something playing, like you don't necessarily have to watch it, but like right, you could have course. like the sound or the music, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, is that, did you get that modified or did like it come like that? Uh -huh. This was just a Toyota, like, <laughs> I don't know. But apparently, you can watch movies in Japan while you drive. That that show that you always have on in the background could just be playing for you yeah. while you're driving, you <laughs> yeah. know, instead of cooking or cleaning. It's actually so clear, the screen is, that Bailey, my daughter, sits in the back and she can see the whole thing. So if I bring Spotify up, she'll see, like, what we've played recently and she'll tell me exactly, like, play the one that's the purple square, like, I want to hear Frozen or whatever. She uh, can see everything. Nice. Yeah. Or on the topic, so that's one of your favorite things, right? What, what are some other things that you like about the ID4? Um, I really like, what do I like? I like that I can push a button to close the trunk. Mm. <laughs> and actually, we have that foot swiping feature, but I haven't been able to master that maybe but one or two times. Mm -hmm. um, but the button is really, really helpful because when I am with Bailey, I have her bag, my bag, probably an extra thing. Maybe we went grocery shopping. So I'm like packing it on 
<laughs> I just push it and it closes. So I really like that. Um, I love the auto hold feature uh, mm -hmm. when you brake. Yeah, I don't know how else to describe that. It just flashes auto hold and I can take my foot off the brake and, and the car stays. Um, I love that because working in fitness for so long and especially with people with injuries, I have seen so many commuters and super commuters have chronic injuries from sitting and especially on their right side versus their left side, their driving leg versus their stationary leg. Um, and it's so vastly different. And usually we narrow it down to the 90 to 90 minute to two hour commute. Mm -hmm. So I love that I can like take my foot off and like rest at a two minute light. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's nice. Um, so as far as like ergonomics, not, not ergonomics, but just helping the sitting situation. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. great. Um, what else do I love? Do you use one pedal driving? Or do you know, do you have that in that car? I'm not sure how. One pedal driving, I'm not familiar. So There's like, still a gas in, well, not gas, but. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one pedal driving, like it, if you take your foot off of the gas pedal, uh -huh. um, air quotes there for the podcast people, uh, it'll start slowing the car down. Oh, the regenerative braking? Yeah, the regenerative yeah braking. we do have that. Mm -hmm. um, that, <laughs> I'm, so feeling wise, I, I'm fine with it as a driver. But as a passenger, it feels like um, like the driver has no control. Hmm. Like I'm constantly being like jerked around um, in the regenerative driving mode. Hmm. It's, yeah, I get like kind of nauseous uh -huh. with that. But as the driver, no problem. Um, with that car, are you able to come to a complete stop that way? I can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if I time it right. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Some cars like my Leaf had really weak regenerative braking. So mm -hmm. like it would slow down a bit, but like it would not come to a complete stop kind of thing. Like mine is like pretty, I have it on the, the setting where it's pretty heavy. So mm -hmm. I can basically n almost never use my brake. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, I could if I, yeah, if I planned it correctly, I yeah. could. I just bring that up because of the, the going back and forth in traffic kind of thing between mm -hmm. gas and brake. Like it's nice to just be able to lift your foot off and yeah. not have to shift your foot over. Yeah, it seems like a dumb forward. thing. Like when I first heard of read, like one pedal driving, like who cares, just put your foot over to the brake, but it's really nice in stop and go traffic. It is, and I didn't even think about that before, but for the same reason that I just mentioned of like <laughs> chronic pain and tightness and injuries from driving. Oh, the, the drum brakes kind of got me because I, I think it's the back of our drum brakes oh. um, and the front are, are not. And my grandpa's a mechanic and has been for his whole life. And when I told him that the car had drum brakes, he was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I couldn't quite explain the technology to him, but Steven did. And then he's like, oh, that's really interesting. Um, yeah, he's, hmm. he's learning a lot about new technology in cars, which is really exciting. So I finally got to drive him in it. Um, actually, last Thursday, almost a week ago, and he really enjoyed it. So that was cool. That was cool. Really cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I wonder, I didn't realize that. I wonder if it's because it's probably cost savings that they put drum brakes in the back. I mean, you also have regens, so you probably don't need disc brakes. They told us it was because of the, it, it helps somehow with the regen oh. braking. I don't know how, I didn't understand that, but they were like, oh, it has something to do with this function. I wonder. I feel like it's just cost savings, and they're like, "Yeah, it's, it's a function." Because mine, I think, are disc, disc brakes all around. But 
I really don't use the actual brakes very often, so. Yeah. I don't know how much that matters. I, I love that there is like two or multiple profiles that you can have in the screen. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I can have my settings. I could change all the colors that I want, and um, Stephen can have his own. So that's kind of fun. That's cool. Uh, what yeah. co colors like lighting inside or? Inside, there's like lighting in the little nooks in the door handles and then across, not the dash, but like right underneath, there's a band across. So you can have two different colors or you can have them all the same color. Mm -hmm. But with a three-year-old, we love it. Oh, she get, cool. Yeah, she, wa she always wants it pink. And then I'm sure during the holidays, she's going to request like orange for Halloween and then uh -huh. this color. So that's, it's fun. <laughs> it's just one of those things yeah, that's yeah. really fun. That's cool. Um, hmm. um, the thing that we've had the most, like the just like nuisance trouble with, and I wouldn't even call it trouble, but it's, um, is the key fob is smooth. So there's no clear buttons. And so you could very easily, what we've done a lot of times is push the panic button, which is right next to the lock button. Oh. I don't know why, but, but it's not a button, right? It's a smooth piece. Um, <laughs> so that's been fun in parking garages. <laughs> and then there's definitely the feature, right? Where if it's in your pocket or it's in your bag, you can approach the vehicle and open the door without using the key fob at all. Mm. But I'm constantly opening the back door for Bailey to get in and if I unlock, I have to like, I don't even know, like I said, I'm still learning, but I have to push the unlock button like three or four times to get all the right doors to unlock to then go ahead and open it for her. It's, it's a learning process mm. and I don't know why. And it's not only me that has the issue, it's Steven as well. So we're going to have to figure that out. <laughs> How about, so the thing, the thing that I've heard about the ID4, yeah. and it's always hard when you hear news about like Tesla. I know Tesla gets a lot of like negative stuff, but a lot of people that I know that have Teslas haven't experienced that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it'll be the same with you, but a lot of people have really complained about the software in the car. Um, okay. Either being like crashing or I don't know exactly. Have you had any negative experiences with the software in the car? Um, not in the way I think you're describing, but I do have, I do have CarPlay disconnections pretty frequently. Um, and like audio, the audio will cut out. Um, but because I take the same commute every day, I have noticed that it's in like the same spots on the freeway. So I, I think it's less to do with the car and more to do with like a dead zone kind of. Hmm. Um, yeah, my CarPlay like always disconnects as I'm transitioning from like the Santa Monica 10 to like the, the downtown like interchange area. I don't know why. Wait. It's pretty much consistent every day. Is it wireless CarPlay that you have? Or do yeah. you plug it in? Okay. That's wireless. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're not having like other software issues because I think... Not yet. Like what? I don't remember if it's like people's screens are like going off or... Mm, um, no. Yeah. We haven't had that issue. Yeah, I can't uh, remember exactly what it was, but I know people have been... People have been <laughs> complaining, so I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, every now and then, you know, I think it's still kind of new, so I, I give it some grace. Um, but, you know, it'll flash me a little message that says like, I'm adjusting your seat now, and it doesn't... Not that I need it to. 
but um, I know there is a feature where you can set your seat position and it'll remember what it is. Um, and it should, once I get in the car after Steven's been driving it and tell the car that it's me, use my profile, or even push like the, the, the button on the seat, it like doesn't remember <laughs> the seat setting. So I'm adjusting it, but I mean, that, that doesn't bother me so much. But yeah, so kind of it should remember it and it doesn't remember yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I will say switching from switching from driving the Prius, because we switch depending on who is going to go the furthest that day. So sometimes I'll drive the Prius and use that little, you know, um, shift knob. Mm -hmm. And then I get into the ID and it's a it's to in a totally different place. <laughs> and the, the mo motion is different. Right. So I'll forget and I'll like be grabbing down here for the knob and it's not there. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then the funniest thing, I think, because only I do it, is in the ID, you in order to shut off the car, there is a button, but or you can just open the door and the car shuts off, um, which I often do. I never use the button. So then in the Prius, I'm driving it and you, there is a power button. I'll just like get out and start getting my stuff. Mm -hmm. and the car is still on. <laughs> Oh no, I forgot to turn it off. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so that's fun. I mean, that's a, <laughs> yeah. That's just a, an example of the joys I'm experiencing mm -hmm. having two different cars Switching. with two different technologies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I have, I, I asked our last guest, Steve, but it's mm -hmm. a little bit different with you because you have a car that has gas. Like yeah. if you, if you like had to get another car, like, let's say you, you, you had to get rid of these cars and you had to get another car. Would you go back to gas? Or I guess, would you go back, would you get another hybrid? Uh, we wouldn't go back to gas unless it was some sort of emergency of some kind. Um, it would be, so my husband and I differ. It would be my preference to keep a hybrid option. Um, uh, but he is fully committed to if we had to buy another vehicle. I mean, he's looking nightly. He he window shops on his phone at cars all the time um, at other fully electric vehicles. Mm -hmm. But the reason I like the Prime is because just in case, we just had a heat wave, right? And uh, we were being told, like, don't charge your electric vehicles during prime time. Do it early morning. Do it late night. Um, and everything was working fine. But it was those types of things that kind of stick in my mind and all of the, you know, apocalypse movies where I'm like, what if we lose power? <laughs> At least I'll have some gas in the car, <laughs> in the other car. Uh, so that that's my only really um, overthinking uh, hesitation. Yeah, fully admitting I'm, I'm overthinking it. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> okay. If we ever did, yeah, I'd get another car, I think, which which might happen in the next five years or so. It's probably going to be, it will probably be an electric vehicle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I forgot to ask, what's the range on your car? The range is like 280, um, but uh, functionally, I would say 280, right? If we charge it higher, it might be a little bit higher, but oh. give or take. Okay. Oh, good yeah. range. Yeah. yeah, it's a good range. The The whole instruction of don't charge beyond 80 and don't let it go below 20 is like, well, they say it's a 300 mile range or 275 or whatever, but mm -hmm. really I'm only getting, 
a percentage of that because mm -hmm. I can't charge higher and I can't let it go. I can't like use it beyond the 20% battery. So in the beginning, that was my little like gripe, but it's been, it's been just fine. How was the buying experience? Like, did you get it from a dealership? Like after you, I know you pre-ordered it. Yeah. We got it from the Pasadena Volkswagen dealership, which we discovered when we were there is the like original Volkswagen dealership in the US or oh, wow. California. I can't remember. They're like one of the oldest. Mm -hmm. um, and they were really nice about it. They gave us a few extra days to make up our mind. Um, yeah. Uh, so the buying experience was pretty smooth. In fact, we took the toddler with us all every time we went and she was taken care of and <laughs> they had a TV on for her and she didn't get bored and yeah, it was good. Well, that's great. Mm -hmm. I feel like most dealership experiences aren't all that great. At least in my experience, I hate going to the car dealership, so. Yeah, I think it just depends in, in my experience, um, sort of what questions you have <laughs> mm. and how much you know going in. So I, I really didn't do much of the, I wasn't in charge of the buying process. Um, Steven kind of handled that. Of course, he had ordered it beforehand and then I don't think there was any negotiations, right? Because if there, like I said, there was no markup or anything like that. It was just like, do you want it? Do you want the ads on add-ons? Yes or no? Okay, here's your car nice. <laughs> type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so it was pretty simple for us. So we're nearing the end. Is there anything you wanted to plug or you have uh, any shows? So uh, I didn't mention that Liz and I played in a drum group together for five years. She's still in it. I, I left recently. Um, so is there any, mm -hmm. anything happening? Anything interesting? Um, we have we have some stuff happening in fall. We're going to, you know, nothing local, though. We'll be up in um, Merced for uh, a concert. And then we have another one in um, January out in the desert. Uh, and then a pretty long tour in the spring. I can't tell you the dates because I don't remember off the top of my head, but um, but we're looking forward to it. Cool. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, if you guys are interested, you can look it up on tycoproject.org, I think, right? I believe that's correct. I wonder if you guys have talked. I don't remember. Tyco Project. I'll put, a, I'll put a link in the description. You guys can check it out. Google it. Yeah, Google You'll it. You'll find it. Cool. Well, thank you, Liz, for taking the time to talk about your vehicle. And maybe I'll check in again in a year and see if it's yeah, so good. Yeah, or... if anything's changed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> might be a long podcast. might be a short one. I don't know. But yeah. Cool. Yeah, thank you okay. for your time. All righty. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.